This is Our Point with Zach and Carmen. Happy birthday! Oh, thank you. I'm so old. I feel like I took me a little longer to get out of bed this morning. Mm -hmm. Got to wait for those, the Advils to kick in, you know? The knees, the joints. Ugh. Starts in your starts in your lower back. Heads yeah, to your knees. Real, real, <laughs> real depressing. I also got a lovely birthday card from you, um, mm-hmm. which I appreciated. Now, apparently, Carmen <laughs> tried to tell this card to somebody over the phone, and it did not go well. So, I'm going to try my descriptive uh, storytelling abilities and see if it comes across better. But there are. Two rather homely girls on the front, which I imagine to mean that is Carmen and I. And it says, then Amy said, we're going to hell for all the crap we say about people. And the other ugly girl was like, no way. And then on the inside, it says, happy birthday. And Carmen tells me that she'll see me in hell. And I I feel like she's not (laughs) wrong. She's not wrong. Um, the other thing that's funny. So on top of Carmen's birthday card, I, Michael also had a birthday card waiting for me upstairs at our, on our recording studio. And because obviously in a previous podcast, it has been identified that I've become a crazy fish tank person. Michael got me a card with, that's like a child's (laughs) card with fish on it. Right. But Clearly, there was no card in English that had fish on it. So the card is completely in Spanish. And so I have no idea what the card actually says on any of it. And then Michael just was like, wrote a little message and said, happy birthday in there. So, I mean, Feliz Cuplianos, I think it's happy birthday, right? I remember that part from like seventh grade Spanish. But I love that he went to the links to buy a, a card from Hallmark that was fish themed, but it is in Spanish. So I, do, I, was like, I do like that. That. Is, that is some dedication. Was that an Applebee's gift card taped inside? Oh yeah, Carmen. <laughs> it's an Applebee's gift card. Mainly because from the entirety of Michael and I being together, I continue to talk about how I want to go to Applebee's <laughs> and it's against <laughs> everything in Michael's core to go to a restaurant like that. But I tell him that, Well, yes, Applebee's is trashy food that has been heated up in a microwave. Their chicken oriental salad and their goddamn spinach artichoke dip is so good that I don't care. And so every time we drive past one, I'm like, can we go to Applebee's? And he's always like, no. But I'm telling you, I really want that chicken oriental salad. I can tell you the last time I've had it. It's so good. So... Anyways, oh. apparently I'm getting some Applebee's food. Well, uh, I want Michael to know that I feel his pain and that uh, you and I have had that exact same conversation multiple times when you lived here. But I'm not wrong. It's good. And then they have those $1 drinks like the margaritas are amazing or the um, Long amazing. Islands. They're cheap. They're not amazing. Well, they're better than a couple of other ones I've had in my lifetime. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> from some expensive places, including lots of Mexican restaurants that have wine-based drinks. Oh, true. That, that is true. I'm going to give you that. Ass. I'm so give you that. That's what I've done so far in the morning. Oh, my neighbors brought by 
delicious flaky chocolate croissants from some um nice bakery so that was delicious well that is delightful yeah that was real delightful the problem is is we have like three doors in our house so then somebody knocks and i literally (laughs) have to run to all the doors i'm like i have no idea where this noise is coming from um but we have cameras everywhere that tells you you don't just like pull it up and like check this check the perimeter i just like (laughs) willy-nilly open the doors like the capitol police um just come on in uh, well, I see what you did there with leading us into our, um, articles, but I was just, did anybody text us? Did anybody text the text line? Um, to be honest with you, I haven't checked, but why don't you vamp a little bit and I'll get right to that. All right. What are you drinking? Oh, I have a mimosa. Well, I have half of a mimosa because the oh, small God. talk. Clearly you told everybody to text me happy birthday. Cause <laughs> there's, there's a lot of happy birthdays. Um, text messages so thanks everybody so that's great um great job um <laughs> great job everybody thank you for all of the wonderful text messages i see how um nobody nobody wrote their name well some people did but it's like okay <laughs> riddle me this i did think about that after i texted everyone this morning i was like well i should have told them to write their name but apparently you also did one because i do know your phone number uh, no. No, it wasn't you? No, that's not your number. <laughs> I was like, I did not. Oh, well, it says happy birthday to my favorite podcast co-host. So I just figured that was you. But clearly oh. Carmen didn't feel the need to text our podcast. I'm here, I'm here in person. All right. Well, that is very that nice. Was, that was my surprise. That was very nice. I was thinking back to um, your card about us being going to hell. And I, I feel like you're better situated for this since you like things hot. Mm. And I'm nervous because nervous about the summer penis. Yes. I mean, that is one thing about hell that I'm very much going to enjoy. I'm not going to lie. That is a, that is a pro hell um, in the chart, right? The pro con mm-hmm, list mm-hmm. is definitely in the pro um, section, but I'm a fat Midwesterner. I sweat in the heat. So I need to get real skinny before I go to hell. Cause that's going to be so miserable. All of our, I wonder if we'll get skinny while we're there because it'll only be like kale and quinoa. Oh, I never thought about the fact that it's just going to be like water and kale and quinoa. I mean, maybe that's. I just figured that when you went to hell, like the tequila song played the entire time (laughs) you were down there. But maybe that. Well, that would not be my idea of hell. If it was really hot and there was tequila, like suddenly that sounds like a vacation. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to go to heaven with all the angels. The only good thing about heaven is going to be that Dolly Parton is there. Mm, such a good point. Yeah. So, uh, are you also drinking a birthday mimosa? I I'm having a screwdriver. Oh, nice. And um, I realized one flaw those. with my um, my screwdriver because I'm a dainty, dainty princess when it comes to <laughs> drinking mixed drinks at home, and I want a straw. I want a straw. I don't want to drink it out of the glass because I don't want the ice to hit me. And so I'm, I'm sad that I don't have straws. You don't have any straws in your house. What are you like a trying to save the turtles? Even I have straws. They are all, well, one, I don't um, drink at home very often. So (laughs) there's that sad reality. (laughs) And all of my straws are actually in my car from McDonald's. So I could have walked outside and gotten one from the stash in my car, but 
it's my birthday. I don't have to go outside. I mean, it's up to, you're absolutely right. I'm it's not complaining. Outside. I'm still drinking it. Still, still. Cold. That's, I mean, January birthdays. Poof. I know they're hard. Um, have you been keeping up with the world as of late? I mean, well, so much has happened. I know. So we just recorded yesterday. Yes. Um, so this is obviously this is Saturday. We're going to you're you all are going to hear it on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, I've been keeping up with the world and it has been, <laughs> it has been, been tricky. I'm not gonna, it is because there's a lot of things floating around about impeachment and the 25th amendment. Yes. Well, Nancy is pulling no punches. She's ready to impeach his ass tomorrow. Well, and I think she has to. And yes. most of what I've read says, even though there's like. 10 minutes left in his presidency it's in it's important to impeach him so well and, and it sounds like she's smarter than me whatever she wants to do i'm totally fine with well it sounds like it could actually happen um this time as like republicans are bailing on him i saw that uh lisa murkowski of alaska came out and was like basically get the fuck out of there and while you're at it I might leave the Republican Party over this shit because you all are crazy. And I was like, I come on have... over. Come on over, Lisa. I have always liked her. Yeah. So I feel like that is great. Um, also, the big news, of course, was that Twitter and Facebook and Instagram like permanently banned Donald Trump forever. That was all anyone could talk about last night. And I was yes. like, I get it. That, but there just seemed to be like a big pile on, and I was like, "Yes, I have read this. You don't need to retweet it." But whatever. yes, people it was everywhere. Saying. All of the people like just posting the this user has been suspended image all over. Like, I don't actually care now. I'm a little bit sad that I don't get to watch or hear his meltdown that is happening, right? Because the tweets didn't actually end up doing a whole lot. They, were, I mean, right. they were crazy. Um, but now I don't get to watch the complete mental breakdown of the president. Which I guess for the country is a good thing. But again, since we're going to hell already, I kind of want to watch it. I kind of want to watch his head explode. Well, I just feel like we've earned it. Like We've done so much and now we don't get any of the good content. Exactly. Yeah. Like so we, that's... We've, had to, we've had to suffer this whole time. And yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, again, I think the important like, thing to remember is all of these people are saying that you know, they're censoring the First Amendment speech. All of these badass, crazy Republicans are fine with private companies denying gay people wedding cakes. So that same logic applies to a private company getting to suspend users just because they want to. So suck it. Well, and I mean, he has violated all of the terms and conditions for years. years. I don't know why. Well, because now he's a, now now he's a loser. So now he's no longer the president and a loser. So now they can clearly do it. I think it is more difficult when he was the president, but now I mean, that he's still technically the president. Yeah, but now they. I just was just surprised they did it like a couple days early. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, whatevs. It was great. Whatever. Thanks for being late to the party, Facebook and Twitter. But so, do you? <clears throat> I, I don't know anything about Parler, except it's a social media network for conservatives. But that's... not just conservatives, wackadoodles. Oh, okay. Well. Yep. I'm going with just straight up wackadoodles. Well, now it says that all of the app stores oh, are yeah, no longer going to app it. Oh, yeah, too. 
Parler. Parler is also going. So Apple and the Android App Store are no longer allowing it um, in their App Store. So that's going to make it very difficult for Parler to exist. Does that mean like you you can still it still exists and you can still access it via like a web browser? A web browser, yes. But not the apps. Okay. Yeah. It was interesting because clearly now we are off subject with where I was going, but that's fine. There was a conversation because Senator We got nowhere Hall- to be today, people. That's true. <laughs> Senator Holly of um Missouri, you know, clearly had a book deal. That was another thing. And Simon and Schuster, like got rid of his book deal, right? Again, private company, they can do what they want. Mm-hmm. Not censoring his freedom of speech because he can still he speak can, freely. He, he can self-publish. He could go yes, to another publisher. He can speak freely on the floor of the United States Senate, which most of us don't get. So again, mm-hmm. suck it. Good point. Good point. But there was a really great um, commentary, actually, from Sarah Haynes on The View, which who I enjoy. Um, and she, of course, was like, yeah, I don't want his book and he deserves to have it all taken away from him. I don't do that. Or don't disagree with that. But she's like, one thing I do fear with this where, you know, we're taking away the apps and the things and all of which we enjoy. But now we again push all of that content and where those people are talking mm-hmm. into places where we don't hear it. Right. And so if they were spewing the crazy through a major book deal where we can see what's happening and understand it, or again, they're on Twitter or Facebook um, or Parler, which we all have access to these crazy people are still going to find a way to communicate and it's just being pushed farther and farther off into the black web that we can't find or see. So really we kind of lose line of sight into what these crazies are doing and saying, at least from like a general public sense. And I thought that was a really good point that I have never thought about when you see all these crazy people losing their social media platforms or book deals or being pushed off of quote unquote, the mainstream media. While I technically love everything about that. And I wish they would not be allowed to do anything. It is an interesting concept that, well, these crazy people are going to, again, find a place to communicate whether or not it's like on Reddit, which I can't figure out or where they go. (laughs) But now like, it's just not plainly in sight for any of us to see what's going on. But does that, that is interesting, but is the point of it not being on your smartphone and not being mainstream does make it more inaccessible. Totally. So it's I mean, going to slow, think... it's going to slow some people down and some yes. people are just going to be like, eh, I wasn't that invested anyway. Fuck it. And then yeah. they're going to. I imagine that is true for the vast majority. I just think it's like where we have this conversation of like, where the hell are these people getting this information from? And mm-hmm. where is it? Where where are they hearing this? If we have no line in sight into, you know, seeing it on our own Facebook pages or it's discussed on cable news and it's pushed off to the extreme places that none of us would ever even understand how to venture out and find them. It does make it harder to answer, like, where the fuck is this coming from? If we don't know it. I'm not saying there's an answer for it. And I actually am not opposed to them having to search through the, the dark web to find their little hole in the wall to <laughs> conjugate. But it is an interesting discuss- discussion. Well, um, it's going to slow down our parents. Because oh, so, <laughs> they can barely figure out how to change their profile they're not, picture on Facebook. They're not going. They're not leaving Facebook. They're staying. So I guess yeah. that's... Yeah. That's one thing. So that's true. Um, 
God forbid they get on TikTok or something. It'll be a nightmare. <laughs> but that's it's a segue into my first article from the Washington Post that talks about um, internet detectives are identifying scores of pro-Trump rioters at the Capitol. Some have already been fired. And this is by Jacelyn Pessler. And obviously this is already old and outdated as of um, Friday because so much has happened. But clearly after all of these terrorists showed up at the Capitol building. They were again, trying to use some of the technology that was used through that we saw over the summer with the black lives matter protests, specifically in Minnesota, where again, a lot of the riots and buildings getting burnt down where the FBI and the stuff they set up and the local police, they set up these websites where you could go and enter like video footage and pictures and what to try and start identifying people. And as of yesterday, I heard on CNN that they had already identified 4,000 people. <laughs> um, the FBI did. Well, when you don't wear your mask, make it real easy. Well, that's the thing about it. Like, how dumb are you? Like, they're just like answering questions with their name in front of <laughs> the press and no mask on and hold that guy that held up Nancy Pelosi's um, podium. Yeah, he, yeah, he was arrested this morning on federal charges by the U.S. Marshals. So again, dude, you're fucked. You're not going to your local jail. You're straight to federal prison. Like these are federal crimes. Ain't ain't nothing Hi, about them. And there's mandatory minimums. So have fun. That's right. But, We're tough on crime. Don't don't you know? Yeah, but then, you know, not only did he like walk by somebody who took a picture with a big old grinning face and like posed for the camera with the podium. Then he went out and put it on eBay for sale and was like trying to sell the podium. So again, first off the podium got up to over like $70,000. People were bidding on it, which you all are idiots. You're not going to keep the podium. Um, <laughs> they're just bad criminals. They are so dumb that they're all being arrested now. So I'm sure you saw the picture of the guy who was dressed up like an American Braveheart and had yes. the horns and the face paint. And, you know, he's from Arizona, clearly identifiable. Everybody knew who he was arrested, thrown in jail. You saw the representative from West Virginia who was like, I was just in the Capitol arrested. They have arrested already like a thousand people. And I'm pretty sure they're going to throw the book at them. So the thing that really bugs me, like, I'm glad we're identifying them. Great. 4,000 people. Um, I don't understand exactly why they weren't fucking arrested when they were fucking there. <laughs> why do we have to go back and find them? Why did we need all of this? Sub like, we, there were police there. There were terrorists there. And they're like, let me help you down the stairs, ma'am. Yeah, well, y'all I mean, have a safe flight back. You hear? Yeah, and then now we have bar. to go dig them up. Oh, I I think it's because law enforcement um, right now is trying to cover their ass, and um, they could have done this in the front hand, but you know because they're also white supremacists, some mm -hmm. of these folks, they just were hoping they weren't going to get in trouble or get caught, and clearly right, they're having some, some bad press, so now they have fun. to go round them back up, and conveniently, all of these wackadoodles have. Um, clearly shown their face. And well, and it's different. It's different law enforcement that's rounding them up. Yes. It's US than the, than the right law. Then it's the law enforcement that let them go. So yeah. I would also like those folks rounded to, up too. 
Well, they should all lose their jobs for sure. And face charges. Like your job as a Capitol Police is to protect the Capitol. Is to protect the Capitol, not usher them in and take selfies with them. <laughs> I know it. It's so dumb. And again, you know, the best part about all of these dumb, dumb terrorists who are now criminals is they were all f- like video recording everything. So oh, yeah. in this article, it talks again that this wasn't just like Joe Schmo with no teeth and you know, who eats dog food out of a can. This was, these are people that are lawyers and millionaires that flew in on private jets. CEOs. CEOs. And according to this Washington Post, you know, a bunch of them have already been fired because again, they were bragging that they were there. And these people are shocked that they're losing their jobs. Um, They should be, they should realize that losing their job is probably the least of their worries at the moment, as we see the U.S. Marshals going out and rounding people up. But again, these are like educated folks who clearly didn't think that breaking into the U.S. Capitol was a bad idea. Like one plus one clearly equals idiot to them. I don't. I don't understand what they're doing. I saw folks again, cause they were rec- live streaming everything. Right. Which you can delete the right. video, but it actually doesn't go away again, back to the, our parents who don't know how social media works. They own everything, but you saw <laughs> people with like gigantic, the big, huge, like fancy iPads, like recording shit. And it's like, you guys are really bad criminals. Oh, I like they talked about a Chicago real estate brokerage firm fired one of their agents after receiving, quote, a tremendous amount of outreach regarding her posts, her own posts on social media about, quote, storming the Capitol. Uh, But she told the Chicago Tribune that she arrived at the Capitol after people had already broken in and didn't realize what they were doing was illegal. (laughs) Like you're a real estate agent and you don't think breaking and entering is illegal. But also... Like, just because you didn't know if something was illegal or not doesn't make it not illegal. Just because you were dumb. I learned that in high school government class, which clearly these people did not take. Yeah, when they changed the speed limit sign from, you know, when they change it, when it used to be 65 and it goes to a 55 and you're like, oh, I didn't realize the speed limit change. Mm, Yeah, Mm. actually, nobody cares. Still, here's your ticket. So, again dumb but clearly some of these people were also smarter because the people that were the real terrorists um you know people that brought handcuffs with them they all covered Mm. their faces did you see that yes so do you want me to just move into my article yeah that's what i was doing it's called segue yep i like it i like we try to be smooth not not so that leads thanks zach that (laughs) leads me to my article (laughs) from slate called they were out for blood by dan kios So in addition to the good old boys and the lawyers and the real estate agents who were there for a good time, there were full on, there were people in like full military guard, faces completely covered, not with like the little homemade mask from grandma, but like full coverage, um, carrying zip ties. These folks were not here to play. No. Uh, the reason that you bring zip ties somewhere is because you're going to take hostages. Yeah. And so this, the the article kind of talks about the the difference between the zip tie guys and the flexi cuffs and 
the the other folks. So when you look at, they were not dressed in silly costumes. One had a semi-automatic rifle and 11 Molotov cocktails. They had helmets, armor, camo, holsters with sidearms, uh, and masks. So they knew what they were doing. Mm -hmm. uh, was clearly illegal. They were specifically obscuring their face. They were protecting themselves. And um, they like who were they after what were what was their plan uh and they talk about in the article about how you know the 13 men were arrested with plotting to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer yeah and it was the same kind of summary execution like knock on the door and when she answers either kill her or kidnap her and the when you think about that uh, that was a dress rehearsal for what the zip tie guys wanted to accomplish at the Capitol on Wednesday. Yeah, it's just insane. Because, again, some of these folks that are a part of this group aren't just trying to make a statement. They're out there to do actual physical harm. So when folks are saying, well, they didn't mean for this and this and this to happen, realize that there are people that you're emboldening and providing them an opportunity to to do really horrible things so again when lindsey graham is crying as crocodile tears like we talked about in the previous podcast um clearly there were people who were prepared to kick his ass and hog tie him um i'm pretty sure lindsey graham wasn't the first person that they were going to go after i'm sure that the reason people broke into nancy no, the speaker's it would have been nancy office or aoc yeah. Or yeah i mean they would be going after these people and this is incredibly serious um, and I'm, I, I just, again, these words matter and trying to embolden or justify what happened here, um, is justifying <laughs> these people that are clearly out there to fuck shit up. Well, so this article talks about the well-documented overlap between ex-military law enforcement and right-wing militias. And it's entirely possible that these guys, instead of weekend warriors, were weekday warriors and using their training in service of extracurricular activities yes. um and then they also say you know like once the zip tie goes on like once you've actually detained someone it doesn't matter whether you think you're a real terrorist or not because now you've just legit kidnapped someone yeah. <laughs> it's so insane again um i'm pretty sure they weren't gonna zip tie them and then just like have a car casual a, conversation yes. let's just they, i want you to stay here while i talk to you no yeah no that's not what's happening the other thing about this article that i thought was funny um because it talked clearly that while these folks were in here there were also just a bunch of idiots that were allowing um themselves to do dumb stuff but they called it basically that some people thought um it was a frat party in the rotunda and some of these po people smeared shit on the walls Again, classy. Where are, are you pooping in your hand, and then just like, like where where you did you bring poop with you? Like, gross. For people who claim to love America so much, yes, yeah, smearing like, poop on the Capitol rotunda, wandering through the Capitol with your Confederate flag, like that's yeah, it doesn't make any sense. They stole no concept of history. Well, stole laptops, which again, federal property, and also like sensitive information dumb 
Unbelievable. Dumb. They were smoking weed in the conference rooms. Also, now you have a federal drug possession charge, which also dumb. And there's cameras in this shit. You guys are idiots. <laughs> um, so again, they, and then did you see the people that were then going to the cameras afterwards and being like, they maced me. They pepper sprayed me. <laughs> we're the, the Patriots. I was just trying to take it back. I only got to put inside. <laughs> oh my God. It's I hope too that much. lady also gets fired. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm sure she didn't have a job because all these people are probably also on welfare, which they love to love to hate so anyway uh, the article ends talking about how much worse it could have been which i really hadn't thought about because it didn't seem i mean it seemed timed but also it definitely could have gone like five minutes on the other side because if the rioters had been quicker through the doors or because the senators and the representatives had moved into their separate chambers because of the Arizona challenge. Mm -hmm. So if they had all been together in the joint session, that would have been much harder to evacuate. It would have totally. like been much, much different. And um, well, and people don't know this, but like the reason why people are left in the house chamber is it's the Senate side of the building that actually has the tunnel and the train system to get you that where most of them got out. And so, again, if they would have been left over on the House side, it's much more difficult to get out of the building. The House members actually had to evacuate by getting armed escorts out of the building outside, while the senators and other high-ranking folks like the VP and stuff were ushered out under the tunnels. But those are only on the Senate side of the building. So you're right. If they would have all been still in their joint session, this could have been so much worse. And I also think... What the hell do you think Inauguration Day is going to be like? With oh, these people? I. Like, seriously? I mean, do we think maybe the Capitol Police will pretend to do their jobs because now everyone is watching them? Well, and again, like I said in the last podcast, their trigger fingers were sore. So I'm sure they're probably rusted now since they didn't mm. actually use them. So right. I'm sure they'll be prepared and their finger will be armed and ready. Ugh. I need more vodka. Well, continuing the train of wackadoodles, I don't know how many Rudy Giuliani has gotten a lot of the coverage for being mm -hmm. the crazy lawyer that drips his hair dye down his face and has fucked up fingers and sticks his hands in his pants when he's in the private presence with a woman. Um, but there's also a crazy lady named Sidney Powell, who was a lawyer on the Trump campaign and, you know, they quote unquote did fire her when she became too crazy even for them, which again was only because they were losing their court cases. So they all, had all to ditch of, yeah. her. Um, all but one? Yeah. So many losings. So much losing. But, you know, part of her claim to fame on top of being a Trump lawyer, um, she has amassed a big following now on Twitter and whatnot with over a million followers um so far so she's continuing to pedal just because she's been fired doesn't mean she's changed her tune on trying to advocate and argue for the president's campaign on why he should be president um again we see nothing results from peddling false claims but one of the their biggest or, or claims of fraud revolves around dominion voting systems which again is a company that basically has the software for the voting 
photoing machines. And they've been used across the country in tons of states for over a decade. And so now they are a company that's based in um, Denver. They have a good track record. Again, there has been no <laughs> actual cases of fraud. So their, their software and systems are working just like they should. But she continues to go out there and say falsehoods. And so now Dominion, the company, has sued her for $1.3 billion in damages towards their company because she continues to go out there and peddle these falsehoods, which again, it's the, it's the definition of defamation is you know going out there saying things publicly that are not true that tarnish a company and hurt their bottom lines, which she 100% has done. Um, and all of these lawyers basically say there's a very, very high likelihood that Dominion will win this suit again because she is falsely came, claiming these things with no actual evidence or proof and spreading it to millions of people around the country to destroy this company's name. So I just love everything about the fact that these people are not only going to end up in jail, but people that continue to spread falsehoods are now facing immense fines. So maybe this will finally shut some of these people up. I thought it was interesting. The company said that they are filing the lawsuit because 300 families uh, have staked their livelihood on that company. Like, yeah. they Even. expect to lose $200 million in profits over the coming five years mm -hmm. as a result of this woman's post-election claims. And they're like, these people like have to pay their mortgages and we can't mm -hmm. just let something like this go by because these are really tangible results of what she's doing and, and again, I'm here with, for it. Let's well, and do this. this is happening not because of anything they did. This is coming right, from a hundred percent made up in the air. And they continue to say that a lot of these employees also are facing like severe, like death threats, dangers to their mm -hmm. families. Um, because these folks continue to rile up these people who are, clearly go to the links to bring zip tie handcuffs to round up members of Congress. Imagine what is happening to these families or employees of dominion. Uh, I imagine that they also are dealing with some crazy folks that want to do some incredibly harmful things to them. So not only is it a loss of revenue, these folks in this company is also being subjected to like actual safety issues as a result right. of these crazy people. Well, so. and I think there are some jobs that you take where there is certainly a safety risk and you understand that. But if you're an accountant for an election voter company, yeah, like, a software company, you did not see that come in. I would be my guess. That was no. not what you signed up for. No, if you were a tech developer, um, I'm pretty sure you never thought, Hmm. If I take this job, somebody might come hot put my family at risk and basically execute the purge. So, yeah, no, it's insanity. But there's lots of crazy people who think they're entitled to um, their own facts and opinions and painting themselves mm -hmm. in a positive light. Well, how right you are, Zach. Mm -hmm. One of those people is young 
Mia Ponsetto. Oh, Mia. And I, so my article's from the Huffington Post, but we're just going to talk about her because she's had so much press lately. (laughs) The headline is, woman who tackled black teen accused him of stealing her phone arrested. Uh, This is an AP story on the Huffington Post who does not tell me who wrote it. That's just the AP. Sorry about that. So, uh, yeah. So the real story here is I picked this article because this seemed to be the most up to date because she has now been arrested. Mm -hmm. The police from New York flew to Los Angeles, found her and tried to arrest her. Uh, And she kept driving. So resisting arrest. Yeah, fleeing she drove from the cops two blocks was a good idea. before stopping her vehicle. Then she refused to get out of the car and she tried to slam the door on one of the deputies and they reached in and forcibly removed her. And um, the lawyer said that Mia strikes her as someone who is unwell. Yeah. Uh, well, but just- that she lashed out. So. For anyone who doesn't know who she is, she uh, was in a hotel in New York City. These two black men exited an elevator. One is a like famous jazz musician and the other is his 14-year-old son. And Mia lost her shit and accused the son of taking her phone. And they were just like headed to the lobby for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And um, at one point in the video, she tackles the son. Yes. And so then the dad is like, this crazy woman is forcibly like attacking my 14 year old child. Uh, and so then he obviously defends his kid, as is his right. And then, the, of course, the kid didn't have the phone anyway. And then Mia went about her life and flew home to California. But yes. Yesterday, <laughs> she. Gets herself an interview with the Gail King on CBS this morning. And yeah, ask R. Kelly how that happened, how that plays out. <laughs> Don't do that. Anyone who has had at least three conversations with Zach or me know that we love CBS this morning. And, and in particular, Gail King is a masterful interviewer. Yes. Just thing of beauty. So you need to find this interview and watch it if you have not. Girl sits up next to her lawyer in a crop top, like a little like bra lady <laughs> crop top thing. With a hat. Don't forget the hat. Her hat is a black hat. It says daddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and then I read that that was from a podcast, but it doesn't matter. It, it was just ridiculous. Yes. And, and apparently the lawyer tried did, to get her. Yes. To, and Gail says it at the end of the interview, like when they're the other hosts are just chatting about it, that they, they're like, she was told that she should maybe change her hat. And she declined. Yep, yep. she declined. So Gail, Gail was really just trying to be like, explain to me your reasoning of why you did this. And this woman could not. She could not. She was well, like, she's a I'm, nice girl. She, I'm a nice girl. She, she considers herself very sweet. Yep. And, and Gail was like, but I see your behavior in this video and that's not sweet. And then she's like, yes, but the dad also like knocked me down. And she and was like, like grabbed uh-huh. me by my hair. And because like, you yeah. attacked her. And she's like, I attacked him by asking him questions. Fine. I apologize. Let's move on. It was just too much. Well, 
Go ahead. Okay. Well, go ahead. I mean, I just, I, everything about it was hilarious because the, the beauty of Gail's interviews in general is she honestly attacks it like a normal conversation that you and I would have. It's very, like very a therapist. Informal. Like, tell me yes. more about this. Well, because the best part of it was when Gail was like, okay, clearly, but you know, she talks about being a young girl and you take your phone and that's like her livelihood. And like, how would you feel being stuck in New York and you have no way to communicate with anybody? And I wanted to be like, girl, Gail's a black woman living in New York. You don't think she knows what it's like to feel like alone or in a vulnerable situation? Like, okay. But Gail's like, okay, all that's fine. But you're old enough to know better, right? That was the whole thing. Like at the end of it, like, I'm sure you're a nice girl. And this might've been a big, like, again, a bad moment. And Gail continues to go on to say that you shouldn't be judged for one mistake, right? You should get second chances and whatnot. But Gail goes, you're old enough to know better. And that's when the girl like puts her hand up to the camera and like does a shutting face, like a bye-bye in her face. And she's like, wouldn't she say enough? Or like Gail enough. Gail enough. enough. And then like stopped the thing. And so the interview ends there. And there's going to be more on Monday. And Gail's like, wait till you see Mondays. So I imagine it gets better because clearly we're at the moment where this bitch like her facade has been blown and she is now frustrated. Gail officially got the millennial. I don't even think she's a millennial. She has to be a Gen X, G, Z, or whatever it is. No, I don't Z's. Know. Yeah, she's younger than a millennial. So don't put this in the millennial category. But the whole like, and then at this point, the lawyer like turns around and she's like, stop, 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 stop. stop, stop and stop, the, girl, stop. the girl doesn't listen. And so she is on her own warpath. It was like watching Jerry Springer. I don't even know. I'm, I'm emphatic about it. It's so great. I told Carmen in the morning, I was like, oh my God, you have to go watch this. Are you there yet? And she's like, no, not yet. And it lived up to the hype. It really did. I, I watched the clip twice and then I got to watch it one on the, the news itself. And I mean, the white so good. Do, do yourself a favor privilege. and see, because she clearly has, well, and I, the more I read about her, she's, she's had some trouble in the last couple of years. Mm. So she does seem to be um, a little, little out of control, but the pandemic's been hard on all of us. It's hard, sure. hard being 22. I didn't know that meant you got to attack black people. And yes. And that was the thing. Like Gail was just like, here is your opportunity to apologize. Yes, you're not making and, this easier on yourself. And she Gail even refused. says that during the interview. She's like, look, this basically Gail's like, girl, let me help you out. This interview is not going well. And you are not looking like this isn't a good look for you. So Gail, like even during the middle of the interview, like took off the inner, like the journalist hat and put on the mom hat or just like fellow citizen was like, girl, you better correct this real fast because I'm about to put this on TV. Well, Ugh. and several people on Twitter were like, I don't understand why we're giving this um, 22-year-old woman a platform. And several people answered back, like, we're just letting her hang herself. Like well, giving her a platform because there's a repeated history of white people totally calling foul on black folks for doing nothing wrong. And we know now, <laughs> I mean, not know now, we've known forever, but the police show up to these situations because white people cry foul and accuse black folks of doing something that they're not doing. And, and then the police are, show up and shoot the black people. Yes. There are real life implications to this. Go back to the, the woman in central park 
to, you know, the 50s and 60s where women would say black people raped them and they'd get their face blown off like Emmett Till when it comes to find out not true at all, didn't even know the 14-year-old kid. So these accusations have real-life consequences. Um, And even at the beginning of this article where it shows that she not only resisted arrest and fled police and then tried to slap the car door shut on them, let's just all be realistic. If that was a black person that done that, there'd be 32 bullets that were shot through that car and they would be dead. So that's why these stories exist. Well, and it was just a... I wanted to know, like when I first saw that video, I was like, I would like to know why she did that. (laughs) Yes. So please put her on my news channel and I want her to explain to me her behavior. I would rather them do that than hear more about Marin Morris in the morning. Oh my God. (laughs) Who else do they talk incessantly about? The NASCAR guy. The NAS Bubba Wallace. Yeah. Like let's, I want to see more of these crazy white people and have Gail King interview them. I don't know who ever thought that that was a good idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just not oh, great. You have to watch it. The reason you have to watch it at least twice is because you have to watch her, uh, Mia, you have to watch her one time through, and then you have to watch the lawyer the next time through. Yes, because the lawyer- Do not be distracted. Has, the lawyer just has this permanent look of- oh, I can't fuck. fucking believe this. And I'm on national TV <laughs> and I'm sitting right next to this. What? What do I do? What do I do? And the 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 calm turn the head to the side and be like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Where she's whispering it is amazing. <laughs> and Gail points out, like, she's like, and the lawyer tried to help her. <laughs> <laughs> we all tried to help her and she just kept going. So oh, and she wouldn't do it. Hopefully we have an update next week or oh, I just this later on Thursday about cannot that's great. Any parting thoughts? Yes, I think uh, it didn't get its own article, but did oh, I actually don't know. Did we talk about Betsy DeVos um, resigning? I don't think we did. Not really. I we touched broadly on the fact that a bunch of them are resigning. Yeah, but like too little, too late. Like this was the reason that you resigned. You're just trying to save yourself. So right. So she was one of them, and the. Um, I don't know if it was the National Education Association. Somebody released a statement uh, about her resigning and the statement was good riddance. Like that was the... um, I love love uh, that Betsy um, ended it with onward. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, crazy lady. Uh, I hope we, I so I hope Gail King interviews Betsy DeVos. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite interviews ever um, is when Andrea Mitchell mm. uh, got to interview Karen Handel when she was at the Coleman um, Foundation, and they had decided to not give any money to Planned Parenthood. Um, Planned Parenthood for cancer screenings and Kieran Handel thought they were besties because like they see each other at the gym or whatever. And Andrea Mitchell just pulls her apart. (laughs) Um, So this, the uh, Mia Gail King interview kind of goes in that category, but yeah, I'd love to watch Gail King try and figure out what Bessie DeVos fucking deal was, except just simple greed simple greed um my parting thought 
twofold. Um, one, my hobby has gotten out of control and I have so <laughs> many packages showing up to my house that I've found out that the only thing that is going to stop this is my bank account. So mm -hmm. that's what we're, that's what we're banking on right now is just the threat of something bouncing. Um, but on top of that, for my birthday, for anybody who knows me later this afternoon, we're going ice fishing. Um, yep. We're going ice fishing after Michael gets done with work. And this is the first time Michael's going ice fishing. So I, I pray, I pray that we get some good stories out of this, that this is going to be a content dri uh, driving event so we can have more discussion. So um, please pray for all of us that I, something crazy happened and Michael did something silly, like stepped his foot in the hole or something. Cause that's something that he could do as much as I love him. It's, he provides me endless content. So that's what I'm looking forward to this afternoon. Do you have a, a shack? Yeah. My parents have a, a thingy. So okay. we're going out there to do that. I, after about 10 minutes, I'll be bored, but they promised me it would be warm and that we could play cards. So, and there's going to be drinks. So. Oh, so it's not just you and Michael. It's also some yes, family. The family. We're going out okay. there to do that, but. All right. Well, that, we'll that does sound better. Better. Yeah, we'll you see and Michael that. in a shack. <laughs> well, me and Michael doing it by ourselves would definitely provide good content, but um, I'm still hoping for for some positives. So, I'll uh, keep well, I please send please send snaps of that. Right. I'm pretty excited. So. Sounds great. All right. Have Bye. Talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to Our Point. To stay up to date and for links of the articles that we discussed in this podcast, join us on Facebook and Twitter at Our Point Podcast. If you have articles that you would like us to discuss, feel free to tag us on Facebook or Twitter, or you can also email us at ourpointpodcast at gmail.com.